Yes, so, yeah. And there were ninjas on the fucking lawn trying to kill us. And now there are people trying to kill us. And that's why I bought a gas mask. I thought, I'll be safe. I've got a gas mask. I went, wait a minute. I can't even get a condom on when I want to. <laughs> you know that thing where you're going, hey, baby. Yeah, I got a, I got a love glove. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right with you, honey. <laughs> God, don't go away on me now, man. Yeah. <laughs> The plane beat the cock. Come on, man. I, I, I got it. 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 Ah. There's your penis like a midget in a diving suit. I don't think we're going in today, Pete. We didn't make the deadline. Oh, yeah, baby. It's out. You notice everyone started off with their own stride, their own pace. You don't have to perform, just make it for yourself. Swim against the stream. We all have a great need for acceptance. But you must trust that your beliefs are unique, your own, even though others may think them odd or unpopular, even though the herd may go, that's bad. All right, welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for coming down. Thanks for coming to the show. Do my legends based off the fucking sneakers. Falling apart in the fucking seams here. Hopefully that's people out there. Guys, podcast is starting now. <laughs> Thanks, you. you. Probably picked it up by uh, me saying it earlier. So, yeah. Start. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love that dramatic yeah. phrase. So I'm just saying, I went to stop it. I don't know if I faded out or. Yeah, fuck it. Fade yourself out. Yeah, we go. Baby boy. All right. More music next time, I reckon. Yeah. It is a musical podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to Pod um, Dead Comic Society. That is Robin Williams starting out the show this year. This year. Is it? Is this the first one of the year? Second of the year. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, who knows it? We've only done three of these. But it's been working out pretty well. Uh, <laughs> I've got to fucking edit them together, but whatever, man. But I, like, I remember when I grew up, it's a bit distracting with everyone. Oh, it's just so great to have a conversation with over a thousand other conversations. Yeah, it's sick, eh? Uh, it's all good. That's why you got the headphones. <laughs> you can still hear everyone, eh? Ah, it's good. This is live, baby. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. It's rolling. Just press record. Ah, oh, baby boy. You know what? We're all over the ball tonight. Sorry, right. hey guys. Uh, uh, for anyone that just was before, uh, which was everyone, yeah. before us going to hit the record button, welcome to the Dead Comic <laughs> yeah. Society. Well, they'll get it. I, I've got some uh, backups, don't worry. Uh, backup audio and stuff. Um, yeah, man. Like, when I was growing up, Rob Williams was like my idol. So, like, I loved him. Like, but I didn't know he was a uh, stand-up the whole time I was growing up. I only knew him from, like, Mrs. Doubtfire and Flubber and, like... <laughs> if you think about all the movies he was in, like, it's crazy to see, like, you got Flubber, the first Trent, <laughs> I was about to say Trent, like, dressing up as... Go, 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 go um, thank you so God, much. God, anything to get on the camera, eh? Bridget? Yeah, Fucking yeah. hell. Um, she's never coming on the pod. <laughs> so yeah, fuck yeah, Robin Williams was a big part of my life too. Yeah. He was Peter Pan. Yeah, fuck Peter, Peter Pan. Yeah. He was Peter Pan. And uh, the first time I saw Robin Williams doing stand up live where he was actually swearing, I was shocked. It was like, it was the same with Eddie Murphy. It was like this moment where it was almost like, I'm never going to forget this actually. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was, I felt like I was in, tr- like in trouble for watching it almost kind of thing. Like it, it was taboo a little bit. Like I can't yeah. be watching this kind of thing. But because you see Peter Pan swearing and you're like, what that's the right. fuck? Yeah, that's right. He's definitely not a kid anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, the original Jumanji, now played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. How did yeah. that happen? It's a weird reboot. Oh, yeah. And there's like four characters with Jack Black and shit. And they all change bodies, like each movie. They come back as different characters. I haven't seen it yet, but... <laughs> you know a lot of something you've never seen. Yeah, I follow... It was a lot of it was in the Kevin Hart doggo that came out just recently. It's all right. It's, have you seen it? Did you watch that? I did, but I hated it. I don't really like Kevin Hart's stand-up that much. I don't mind his stand-up, but I was just like, dude, you don't need to fucking justify your yeah. existence, you know what I mean? Like, Wait, this is- so the benef- the thing is, the way I see him doing that is basically, he's a businessman, so like, he's like, how can I monetize 
my fucking failures even. Like, he's not not just monetizing his success, he's monetizing his failures That's now. very true. So now he's just sold a fucking, what, three episode, three hour long doco to Netflix about him failing. This guy cheats and he sells a new fucking special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's like, if he, if he murders yeah. someone, yeah. a two-part. Two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, so what we're doing tonight, so what we're do- we actually had a really poppin' audience tonight uh, for our stand-up comedy show. Yeah. We had a really, really, uh, probably the, it's definitely the biggest that we've had so far. Yeah. And so I think we've got to figure out how we're going to finagle everybody into sticking around for uh, For the pod. That's right. Well, the pod's for us. I, like, I don't even care if no one's here, but eventually when, when the videos start coming out, people will see how cool it is and they'll want to come down and get involved. We've got some regulars that come every week already, so yeah. that's like more than pretty much most comedy rooms. Which is actually, so, we should give a little shout out to yeah, uh, Conrad. Yeah, can we give, last week we gave a shout out to Conrad. This week we're giving a shout out to our MVP guest. He's our MVP Diana. audience oh, member. No. <laughs> Uh, Conrad, he's the absolute man. We're going to make sure we get a photo with him later. He's not here, but yeah. (laughs) He's not here in the courtyard, but he's inside, I think. Yeah, he's getting espresso martinis, fueling that moustache, making sure that he's... And uh, he's racist tirades. Uh, (laughs) He's he's recently lost some friends to uh, his belief system, so... Has he really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Men's rights activist. Um. (laughs) It's about time, though, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, Women about it too good for too long. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, well, before we get into the doc uh, today, we're gonna fucking the t- next week's a big fight. Connor, that's cowboy. right, boy. The way I'm seeing it, man, like we're gonna put down. So, what we're gonna do for this show? We're gonna put down bets, yeah. for the show. So you can uh, you can follow our bets that we're gonna be putting down. But tonight, we're gonna make some picks for next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then next Sunday, we'll, we can go through them live on the show. That's so, right. Let's have a look at the fights. There's a lot of there's a few. Solid ones, but mainly it's just Connor and Cowboy. My favorite thing about this is Cowboy's finally going to get the paycheck he deserves. Mm. Like, that dude has Two literally bashed him, been bashed. Two mil, apparently. Two mil really? for him, five for Connor. Just, that's just without the door? Oh. Yeah. And with the Connor pay per view, it's going to be fucking through the roof. Hopefully, yeah. uh, Cowboy's getting some digits on that. Yeah, and that's definitely red panty night. That's like eight Cowboy fights in one. Yeah, dude, yeah. look at, like, just check this out. 36 wins and yeah. 13 losses. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the reason there is a UFC. Yeah, yeah. it's ultimate <laughs> fighting Cowboy. <laughs> he, he, he fills in like someone dropped out for a spot. Yeah. He's like, I'll do a type five. I'll do a type five. I'll, I'll do, do a type 15. <laughs> and he does. He, every time there's an opportunity, he just jumps in the fight. Like, that's he's, right. He's the he's, Cowboy. Yeah, he's on his, like, I reckon he'll retire after this. He did say some fucked up. I remember listening to him on a podcast and I was like, because I always loved Donald Cerrone. And then I heard him saying, yeah, uh, you know, people like me. I'm becoming more popular and more famous and people expect you to be cool. But, you know, I'm still the kind of guy that would pinch your girlfriend on the ass at a bar and dare you to say something about it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> fuck this guy, bro. I was like, this guy's head kicking people and pinching girls' ass. I was like, yeah. no. I was what like, a champion. Isn't well, it great though? Like a sport like the UFC, people would just go, yeah, obviously he thinks that. His name's Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm constantly he, fucking he shit just up. spits dip before he gets <laughs> into the fucking octagon. Yeah. If an Olympic swim- swimmer said that shit, you would hear about it for six months. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it would be constantly brought up in like in like the reflections and any time the Olympics or swimming's on, they're like, you know, Thorpey said that shit. They, they constantly bring it up, whereas Cowboy's like, yeah, of course he's out there. Yeah. At, at bars, smashing, grabbing ass and fucking knocking cunts out. Interviews with an abuser don't resonate the same when he's got uh, bruises on his knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is what he does. You know what, though, he's, get, he's getting on with age. He's, he's going to be that, I reckon he's going to be that old dude at the, at the bar that you see that like looks like a piece of the furniture. Like, you know, when you go to the bar, like some pub and there's just an old dude there that's like, Basically, gonna Some have his lettering. ashes sprinkled there. He's gonna die at that bar. I reckon that's what's gonna happen. Like, he'll see, he'll go out fighting, or he'll just fight till he gets. Who's fucking sponsored by Heineken killed. Becks? Uh, Budweiser. Budweiser, Budweiser yeah. Like the most American. Yeah. Yeah, well, I fucking, I'm excited for this fight, man. Yeah. And also, this is a sweet little drop. We actually got, uh, believe it or not, Conor McGregor calling in next week. <laughs> Post fight, we have Conor McGregor calling in. Regardless yes. of whether he wins or loses, he's going to be calling into the podcast. We're going to come straight from the TV to the venue, talk with you about what happened, and uh, get a Jarvis. Shout out to Java, manager here. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah, man! Shout out to Javi. It makes this all possible. Running it, man. So obviously, Bruce will be there. He's my favorite. I think he might be the best part of it. Like one of the best parts of the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Like 
Do you know he blew out his knee doing his thing? Like in, in the, he does the buffer like 360. Jumps. Yeah. He no. jumps and does a 360 jump, and he. Uh, I've never seen him do a 360. I've seen him stamp the ground. Yeah. There's a great video of Joe Rogan and Eddie Bravo like ging him up to do it. They'd be like, "Come on, please do the 360." And he does it like last minute. He, like one of the times he blew out his knee. Oh. Doing a buffer 360. Yeah, he's in it for life. You know what I mean? And he comes with a fresh new suit every fucking UFC. And he's the most amped person there in a fucking stadium with the most amped cunts ever. But that's the thing. I think he is amped because he realizes how easy it is to replace him. Nah. If I don't show up, then anyone could sort of like... No chance. No one can do the bruise. That's how I feel, but like... Uh, He has a twin brother that does it. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's the boxing guy. The let's get ready to run. Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. Dude, like how do you... How do you both... Like imagine his parents are just like, all right, one of you has done well and succeeded and then the little younger brother's like... Just follows in his footsteps and yeah, he's like that Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Bit. Can, can you imagine though, like being at the dinner table at the Buffer household, and Michael Buffer's just come back from like a forty million dollar fight in Vegas, and Bruce Buffer is like hosting cage fights in the middle of Nevada. Like, <laughs> so what did you do this weekend, Michael? Well, actually, I was at the MGM Grand of forty thousand people. And you, Bruce? Well, I'm sure, guys bleed a lot. It's yeah. Good. It's technically uh, a street fight, but <laughs> yeah. Back then, before it was legitimized, like oh look. We've got six sides. You've got four. <laughs> He's trying I to find anything. I just watched last night with T. I watched uh, UFC one. And the first one, yeah, it's UFC wild. With Voice Gracie, when you like, and uh, they have all the different fighting styles, dude, and they've only got one style. There's this each. guy, Art Jimison. I'm sure people know him. Art Jimison. He wore one boxing glove, one no boxing glove. Into the ring. Wild, wild it was west. the last time you'll ever see anything like that. It yeah. was literally like a video For good game. reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was the last point of ignorance. It was like yeah. just as we discovered fire with fighting kind of thing. You know what I mean? It was like... So, right, who we got for... Oh, should we grab the TV? Who we got here? I'm going Connor for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's ask... Okay, we got Skinner. You got Connor. Why do you want Connor? I got Connor because he likes the Coke and so do I. All right, that's, that's very straightforward. And uh, Tommy, who you got? Pepsi guy myself. Connor, I reckon... Second round TKO. Second, oh, you calling it? You're specific. Or cowboy by decision. I don't know. Either Connor's gonna knock him out, or he's gonna throw him with everything and can't put him away, and then just. Nay. See, I reckon for sure with that, I don't think either of them are gonna go down like that. Like, oh, I see what you mean by the decision. See, they both fucking just will last. They both. Neither of them have been like severely knocked out like Cowboy should have been heaps but well the thing I think is Cowboy he doesn't fight well going he doesn't fight well going backwards he only fights well going forwards Connor yeah. only goes forwards so I think that uh, I think a second or third round KO I tend to agree Connor McGregor second round because I guess KO. like you think about Nate too Connor came back in the fourth round and won that one even Khabib Connor had a really good third round so maybe the cardio is not as bad as you think it is yeah, yeah but he's got a game plan in place for sure yeah. he's too good to not have a game plan. Like, Connor, 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 Connor in three. Kavanaugh has come out and said he's the best he's ever seen him. Yeah, but he says that every <laughs> every camp. It's the best oh, he's ever looked, and then you see him like getting absolutely mauled by Khabib. It's like, ah, eh? the best he's ever looked. You can barely notice all the crack cocaine. Yeah. On him. <laughs> you can smell it, but you can't see it. Um, yeah, man, I, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a sick fight. There's like, gonna be some great. Uh, yeah, I reckon there's gonna be like. In, like concussions flying everywhere because they aim for they aim to kill both of them. Like some of Cowboy's combos, like in his highlight reel, are fucking phenomenal. Just like tink tink. They've been talking shit for years as well, so this yeah. is gonna be interesting. We're gonna make some picks for the rest of the fights as yeah. well. We'll post them if you guys want to follow them. But uh, but for now, uh, we, I think you know these two. Uh, obviously Holly, Holly Holm and yeah, Raquel Pennington. Raquel's fucking. Yeah, they, you know, it's gonna be beast. A, it's gonna be a good fight, but yeah. definitely. But uh, I definitely I think Holly should. Win Holly, this. yeah, yeah. If she doesn't win this, what are you doing? What are you doing in the UFC? Like, yeah. you know, like if uh. If Raquel's going to beat you, Raquel's... Is she coming off a loss? Holly? Yeah. Holly, it was yeah. that the Cyborg loss last? That's or? right. Yeah, but that's Cyborg. And then Raquel... Oh, no, Nunez. Nunez lost, yeah. yeah. And Raquel got picked up in the last one as well. Well, it's going to be good, man. Uh, Aleski. Aleski. Is that the Australian guy? No. No? We're out of our depth Is Alexi Olenek Australian? Yeah. The rest of them Oh, Claudia. Claudia Gadelli. Claudia, I like, yeah, real good fight. Alexa Grasso, yeah, that's going to be a good fight. I'm putting my money on Alexa Grasso for that one, actually. I'm going Claudia. No, no, no. Everyone's we'll going to say Claudia. We'll see next week how it goes. Um, but yeah, man, that's, uh, I want to get that out of the way because it's all we're going to be talking about next week. It's going to be mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, so, Connor, Cowboy, Dan. I'll place a bet on the uh, second round TKO by Connor uh-huh. and split the winnings with none of you. <laughs> uh, sweet. All right, guys, so this. Um, this week we're going to go through this doc. Basically, we're going to break down this fucking these bunch of uh, fancy cunts. Some wine sommeliers. Yeah. So these guys, um, you know, when you go to a restaurant and yeah, I always do. So they, uh, 
the people that know every wine and all the wines, and they like they compare shit up with uh, like meats or pastas or whatever. So essentially, these guys, there's different levels to that, and the top level is a master sommelier. But that's the point. Essentially, the highest rating, ever, this is all you can ever become, is a really high class waiter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All these guys are working really hard. They're earning badges like fucking Pokemon trainers. And at the end of the day, all you're doing is yeah. serving other people that are going to be well off better than you well, in, yeah. for the rest of your life. No matter how good you get as a sommelier, yeah. everyone you serve is better than you. Yeah. It's like a it's like a it's a born subservient job. Yeah, it's uh like well, my I mean, dad was a butler, my dad before him was a butler and yeah. now I'm a sommelier. Yeah, but like you'll see in this doco like the um the levels that it goes to to uh, get there. Like there's only like what 150 in the world or some shit of this top level. 150 in Ever. the world in 40 years of existence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, sorry about this fucking uh buzzing and shit soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's better. Um yeah, so there's like 150 of them, and it's like a grueling process, but we'll show you. So the test is actually, the, 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 the process of becoming a sommelier is actually much harder. Yeah. Much harder than actually becoming a, a doctor. It's actually easier to become a doctor than it is to become a sommelier. So this documentary follows four people as they're about to approach the last test for their master sommelier test, and how it basically tears apart their relationships, uh, both domestically and outside. You know. So it's, it's, a, it's a great documentary. I hope you guys like the way we've clipped it up for you. We've uh, broken it up into like a little intro and then yeah. a little breakdown of the characters. And we'll give you the rundown. Yeah, we know like. what we're doing. It takes a whole day of editing, so fucking enjoy it, please. <laughs> yeah. Me and EJ nearly killed each other. Oh, that's the wrong one. Some intro. Here we go, guys. That'll be the one. Yeah. I like that enthusiasm. I mean, yeah, this plant. Can you go to for thousands and thousands of years? I mean, people have been dedicating their life to make something amazing out of it you know we're at the culmination of the best the best knowledge about the best winemaking sommeliers are professionals that are supposedly experts about knowing about beverage and wine so it's an amazing art to be able to understand the whole world and it's an amazing thing to show it to people so there's this diploma called the master sommelier diploma it's the highest achievement you can make uh, in the world of wine. Over 40 years, there's only been like 170 in the world. 40 years. When someone tells you this is something that a lot of people can't do, people either go, wow, that's impressive, or they say, wow, I want to do that. I cried when my parents died. I cried when my children were, uh, were born. The only other time outside of that that I cried was when I passed this exam. <laughs> the three parts. There's a theory exam. It's a comprehensive knowledge. Yeah. So that's how hard it is. Dude. So this guy has cried three times in his life. Three. Once when his kids were born. Once when he married his wife, I think it is. And yeah. And when he passed this exam. That's the level of stress that these people go under and how hard it is. Um, <laughs> I love that he also he almost said he goes, uh, once was when my parents died. Once was when my children died. When my pet children were born. Yeah. And that's his hierarchy as well. Yeah. Parents said, kids born, Why? and this fucking exam. <laughs> um, and this, this will just show you how it's all, like with the process involved, it's... Um I don't know why that's happening. Knowledge of wine laws. They have a theory portion of the test. Name a winery from Ukraine. It's pretty amazing the amount of information you have to know. The entire world of wine, spirits, sake, beer, cigars, the regions, the sub-regions, the districts, the villages. It's in five languages, Portuguese, Spanish, Italian, German, French, Hungarian. Then you've got service. The service portion of the exam, we set up a mock restaurant environment. You have to demonstrate cool, calm, collect, professional behavior in this radically bizarre environment. And it's very difficult. And then there's the tasting. You have three whites, three reds, basically four minutes, 10 seconds per wine. And you need to describe the wine accurately. Uh, You're describing the structure, the body, the alcohol, whether the wine's from a warm climate or cool climate, new world, old world, possible varietals, possible age range, and take a deep breath and say what you think the wine is. The theory exam is an oral examination where 
a panel of the masters barrage you with some of the most obscure questions you could possibly imagine about wine. What are the, the approved um, QWPSR regions of Romania, Bulgaria? Even the language alone, close, Kloster Neuburger Mostwage, I mean, pronouncing these words. Germany seems to be hard for people, and, and yeah, it's, a, it's big, long words in a, an interesting language. And We start with Tüttenheimer uh, Altärchen. Egon Müller in Schatzhof. Then we have here the Braunenberger Jufa and Braunenberger Jufa Sonnenur. Kesselstadt in Trier. Rara Himmelreich. Dr. Losen. Saarburger Rausch. Brooklyn Wolf. Uh, Silvana. Uh, Kerner. Müller-Turgau. Rauburgunder. That's actually a symbol to get drinks. Yes, but it's uh, <laughs> 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 just perfect timing. Uh, I forget. Kerner, did I say that? People have a difficulty with Italy for some reason. The names of the grapes, there's 3,000 in Italy alone. So I love that scene where they just pause on him and he doesn't say a fucking word. It's 3,000 grapes in Italy alone, and that guy does not look pleased about it. He's he doesn't like, know his children's yeah. name, he just knows grapes. Yeah. Imagine having to count each grape, like variety. Yeah. Looking at different grapes, like, uh, it's a little different. Una persona viene qua e vuol conoscere tutte le varietà italiane, può essere veramente impossibile. Solo pochi pazzi, forse, dedicando tutta la vita, riuscirebbero a, a capire per bene tutte le nostre varietà. World wine is always growing. How could someone possibly know everything about it? It's not just history. It's the way it's grown. It's the way it's made, how it's stored. Why certain years were good, how to serve it, what to eat with every different kind of wine. That's why the Corps de Master Sommeliers exists. The highest level is called the master exam. It's a three-day test that can only be taken once a year. And it covers just about everything. So yeah, there we go. That's that's basically the rundown of what this whole thing's about. These I, I feel like if you just showed me the cast of this documentary and asked me what it was about, I'd be like, uh, sex tourism <laughs> or like anime enthusiasts. <laughs> Those are like the biggest bunch of virgins I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> There's yeah. three thousand grapes just in Italy, bro. What do you what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of lucky. You got no time to tune birds. Yeah, no time to tune birds. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they travel a lot, so I mean, Tinder's everywhere. But uh, yeah, man. So I've been these, flirting um, with a sweet vine for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> they love the game so much that uh, yeah, they, I mean, some of them have misses and stuff, and they're not pleased about this whole thing either. That's part of it, actually, is the yeah, destruction of their relationship during the process of like. Yeah, I don't know if we uh, edited, clipped that up, but uh, yeah, basically everyone has taken this test except DL because he's a player, right. uh, who you will meet soon. Uh, they've all got girlfriends, uh, wives, and shit, and. Oh, there is a bit where they explain, yeah. So they fucking hate the fact they're doing this because they study all year for this. One three-day course, and it's they, crazy. The girls go through the sommelier pressure without ever becoming a sommelier. <laughs> yeah. oh, but, um, they're of, just like he's great. You know? yeah. Of all the different kinds of alcoholics to be married to, this is probably the best one. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right. So who, who we got first? Did we? I can't remember here what order we added him. We go Fred Dames. So, yeah, let's go yeah. Fred Dames. So Fred Dames is the guy. The guy they're all scared of. Like he's the uh, top dog. He's the he's the he's the main guy. He's the one that made it all possible for them to become familiars yeah. in America. So it was only like a European thing, and uh, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna introduce Fred Dames, the guy that yeah. they all have the fear of God with. Yeah. So. Well, you wanna you wanna turn our microphones down a bit? Let's get a little yes. bit of feedback. It's less noise. Yeah. That's the shit. There you go. That you can all hear. It's cool. It's all right. This sounds weird, because... Mm. Uh, oh, sounds good. I don't have it. So we got Fred Dames right now. Eventually. No, no, I fucked Fun it. So he's the guy, he basically runs Am it for everyone was held in America. in the UK in 1969. In 1984, an American passed all three parts on his first try. That was Fred Day. So now I have a glass one, I'm like, is this it? Am I done? All that. All that. There's the diploma. I've got it all. I've got this, that. I've got you know the greatest, one of the greatest wine cellars in America. This is this is as far as we go. I don't think so. I, I love the fact that he did it, went all the way through it, and then was like, "Oh fuck, there's nothing left. There's nothing else." I'm yeah. only getting credit in Europe. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to go to the U.S. Yeah. and get some butt kissing there. He stuff. literally brings it to America just so more people know that he did it. No one cared <laughs> about wine until he came over. Yeah, I think we'll bring this tripping and to America. 
we all owe Fred, period. I mean, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. You always want to have a chance Top to be virgin. better than you are. <laughs> and you do that by setting incredibly hard levels for people to uh, not only to prepare themselves for it, to understand who they are. Fred Dame is, he's larger than life. He is, he is such a personality. I think that most other candidates, as well as most other masters, would probably be, would agree with me that, that Fred is probably one of the most intimidating people in the entire court. You know, I was afraid of Fred. Fred Dame is supposed to instill the fear of God in people. I've heard legends about his tasting abilities. The legend of him daming the exam. You know, I've heard the story that he went to his, his MS exam. Daming it means that you just smell it and you know the vintage, the great variety, the country, the subregion just on the nose. So, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, three seconds, say, what is it? He still, to some degree, intimidates me. He, he can be really um, scary. I mean, I've seen him yell at people during their tastings. You punished yourself because you went to the old world. Remember, this is the Masters. Right. Okay? Can't do that. That hurt. <laughs> Here. He's a lot more fun after a glass of wine. All right. So Fred Dames. If the, if the sommelier scene ever has a Me Too movement, I reckon I know who's going to be first cab off the rank. A hundred percent, dude. Such a pest. Yeah, dude. Slapping people. Everyone's afraid yeah, of him. And it's they're all afraid. They, they can't be like, don't physically assault me because I want to pass this test. Yeah, so they, they, they hire him so that they can uh, basically get all the knowledge they need and be uh -huh. as prepared as possible for this test. And... Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what he does now. I think he's got a whole business and empire built on training people to eventually never pass this test because it's he he brought it here, added all the levels in so that it's fucking like extremely difficult, and then like you got to come to him and beg for a position. Yeah, essentially, yeah, and uh, yeah. So I think he yeah. set himself up as top dog here. Yeah, he's put himself in top that, in that god position. Um, but yeah, so he's the, he's the one they're all afraid of. He brought it over. So there's four guys that this documentary actually followed leading into this test, and there were only two of them that we found interesting enough to sort of cut clips on. So we were like, yeah. we're going to do two clips on these guys. They're particularly interesting, and you'll see some other side stuff. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go DL first. So this guy, this is just a short go one. DL first? Yeah. All right, so Get him out of the way, and then we'll go about in he's the He's the end. only black guy in the entire group. He's the only black guy becoming a sommelier. Everyone else is white, and... Uh, yeah, it's What's, it's interesting. It's interesting yeah. because he, he doesn't, you know. You'll notice something about how it was a red wine. This wine is cool. Wish it was more welcome. Starbright. This one is a bright red ruby color, fit into a hot pink room variation, medium concentration, no, very very light standing in the tears. Viscosity is medium plus no gas, no sediment. On the nose, wine is clean, correct no obvious flaws. This wine is a moderate plus intensity, moderate plus. Power one of those confirm this one is very young, very bright, very youthful. <laughs> He's fucking dropping bars. Wine Experience magazine had just named me best new sommelier in America, along with my good buddy Ian Cobble. I wanted to be a particular person that I saw in a restaurant. Dapper, Italian cut suit, pointed toe shoes. Waiter. A waiter. Wonderful <laughs> black serviette draped over his forearm. Bottle held high. I told myself, I can be him, I have to be him, I will be him. When I first met Dylan, I knew that Say he was going to be one of those rising stars because he had those intangibles, you know? He was engaging, he's personable, he's smart. Dylan's an actor, and he's a beautiful floor man. We call him Senor Smooth. They think he's Mexican. You look good, <laughs> The best way to take care of you guess by looking good. You're following some of the most dedicated, obsessed people. Sage, truffle, wet forest floor, decaying soil, decaying dried red rose petals, that, that decaying animal skin. What? He's one of Kanye West's biggest influences. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But Every time he fucking uh, runs down the fucking list of what it is, it sounds like he's dropping beats. Like he's yeah, he's dropping bars. It's just yeah. like coming out of him. Yeah. You can't help it. He's like, I'm just all around these white people so often that it's just like I have to express myself in yeah. some way. <laughs> Sniff, taste, spit. Give me a beat. <laughs> Decay. Someone just says that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like that's the level that this shit's at, where he's like decaying animal meat. So they, he's talking about the shit that was happening around the fucking vines. 
when it was the grapes were coming to fruition. So next <laughs> time you see someone eating bushes or garden matter, they, it's probably just a sommelier making sure <laughs> yeah, that their palate's all sharp and <laughs> it's yeah, honeybee. That's, that's what a honeybee tastes like. He's decided he wants to be a sommelier, but he can't decide whether he wants facial hair or not. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to here, it just goes nah. Yeah, man. It's a fucking weird look, but um, uh, yeah, I could not even imagine sitting in a restaurant and uh, fucking seeing like, I guess a sommelier, uh, and then go, but that was his thing as well. He was like, I saw a some, I saw someone across the room with a, a, a clock, tea towel over their arm, holding up a bottle. bottle of wine held high, serving other people. I want to be a waiter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this rap game. This is what I would out. want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dio's a fucking character, right, and so um, Dio's one of our characters. The next guy is Ian Corbell. Yeah, this guy, this is the this is the main guy of the show. So he's that uh, blonde, he's the, he's blonde virgin the, you saw earlier. Yeah, yeah, he's like the protagonist of the whole thing, and also the most insane person mm-hmm. you will ever fucking come across. Uh, I don't have a worst part or anything, you know, coming up to this. So every moment of my life has been, That's on camera. you know, waking up. How am I going to prepare for this exam before I go to bed? I'm going to stay an extra three hours up and sleep less to prepare for this exam. You know, I'm going to choose not to go out and stay home and study, you know. Ian is about as talented as an individual as you'll see in this profession. He's the Rudd Scholar of our last advanced exam, which is the highest score. The most important thing in his life is wine. If, and then family, and then, of course, me. Before you. <laughs> you catch that? Yeah. The most important thing in his life is wine, then family, then her. Probably me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably me. She wasn't too confident. Uh, when your name's Mercedes, though. Like... <laughs> That's a stage name. <laughs> You can study a specific region of the world. You have to understand the geography of it. So I found that um, tracing maps has been a huge help. What I do is I'll take a major map area from some professional site and uh, lay it over the top and then trace it and then basically look at a number and I should know where that region is and how it refers to the world of wine and I should know the laws about it. So... You know, Mentrita or wherever it might be, or Rioja, what the subregions are, or Canterbury, or Rio Spicas, or Valdeoras, or Bierzo, wherever it might be. You know, if you try to remember something and you don't have a specific reference to where the area is, it doesn't really make any sense. The fucking psycho. Drawing maps. <laughs> yeah. It's like Would fucking... you ever leave somebody that drew maps? Yeah. <laughs> you should leave them immediately. in the field. Now when I get a question immediately, my mind goes to a specific area of the world. I can see a map and see the region and then the information unfolds in my brain. And that's how I kind of um, now memorize information and catalog it in my brain because, you know, it's, the mind's weird. And, and if you create these geographical locations, you can then store information there. I don't know how that works, but uh, it, uh, it does. Does. Ian? Ian is tracing maps. And <laughs> Ian is uh, sitting in front of Skype waiting for me to call him. Ian is hard to be around right now. <laughs> so yeah, this psycho fucking traces maps, does the, all that shit. This is him sitting there with fucking flashcards. Every, yeah. other week, every other week of the year, great to be around. Yeah. <laughs> Ian's a treat. Coming up on this exam, a nightmare. But uh, no, definitely. He's a fucking nightmare 24-7. I love it. I just, I, I just, I put maps and they just head on my head and I can't work out. I don't know how it works. I think autism is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are. They're actually, when, the more you watch it, you realize these are just autistic alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different age. Just like some, people, some autistic people get into like Rubik's Cubes. Some get into mathematics. Yeah, and others alcoholics. I think that was the first title was autistic alcoholics. Yeah, it went with some. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking wild. So yeah, he's um those two guys are also sitting in the exam and they're fucking just like, dude, he's too much. And it's already the exam is. Spent. I'm listening on Skype in about twenty minutes and trying to you know make sure I know my flashcards or else he's gonna you know break me down. And uh... I think he feels like if he doesn't put enough pressure on himself, then he's not doing it right. You wake up, and what is your first thought? You know, it's 
the flashcards you haven't remembered. It's the wines that could possibly come up on the exam that you don't completely feel. My yeah. wife's about you know, to leave confident. me. Yeah. <laughs> that Asian, Asian lady earlier, that's his girlfriend. So <laughs> notice that his first thought is, oh, the flashcard. Yeah, they don't film anything she's doing. She's in the exact same position in their apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I hope he does it. I hope he yeah, she's also with the flashcard dreams. And then when Dusty and I did that to ourselves, we'd be like crying in the field position. This is just, it's just pure Sitting dedication. I mean, it's just pure obsession. There's no other way around it. But somehow he puts himself through hell and manages to show up on game day and perform. He's, I've seen it time and time again at competitions, at exams. We love the guy, we want to see him crush. One one is a white wine, clear, star bright. There's no evidence of gas or flocculation. The one is a light straw core, consistent to green reflections in the edge, medium concentration of color. We're almost coming out of like this lime candy, lime zest, Crushed apples, underripe green mango, underripe melon, melon skin, green pineapple, and pop. It's just the rain man with wine. One <laughs> <laughs> is bone dry, really this like crushed slate and crushed chalky note, like crushed hillside. There's white florals, almost like a fresh cut flower, white flowers, white lilies, no evidence of oak. A lot of wine. There's a, kind of a fresh like that. Freshly opened can of ten- tennis balls and like uh, <laughs> fresh and uh, fresh new rubber hose. I get. That's how you know your <laughs> profession's <laughs> not real. <laughs> Check these ready. Acids medium plus. Alcohol's medium. Complexity's medium plus. Initial conclusion: This one is from the New World. From a temperate climate, possible grapes are Riesling. Possible countries: Australia. Age range is one to three years. I think this can only be one thing. Uh, this wine is from Australia. This wine is from South Australia. This wine is uh, from Clare Valley, 2009 Riesling high quality producer. Wine one is Clare Valley Riesling. Good. You fucking got it. So after all that shit, he actually does, like it, it blows my mind how that fucking works out. It is the impressive thing that a lot of the time they actually nail it. Uh, he's yeah. truly a testament to his pray the gay away camp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's only... Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all those different things, like open tennis ball, fucking newly open tennis balls. Fresh, glasses, freshly cut tennis yeah, balls. freshly cut fucking hose. hose. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Dude. Yeah, that's what your bong smells like. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think they ribbon about that. Uh, you know, oh, it breaks down his life like that. Freshly, freshly single male. Freshly, freshly... <laughs> 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 Oh, soon to be single male for sure. Um, all right, fuck, we're getting through it, good. Don't have long. So this is when uh, all the boys are together. They're all interacting. Great job. I mean, you're in the zone, right? You're doing exactly what you need to do. We gotta think of a better. It's exactly the way you need to taste. Fantastic. So you're you were you're there. Way to go, Dad. We are I rejects. Oh, perfect! Yeah, dude, they fucking it's spot on. Uh, they always, they always do have the diverse one as well, which is DL. They, they're always, always one. Oh, Dad, we call him Dad. We call Ian Dad because he uh, he loves to be the father, dude. Like he likes to sit you down, tell you exactly what you're doing wrong, why you're doing it. Here's the Dad. You know, there's two ways to approach it. You can either, you know, have the spit cups out, have the timer out, and be doing like very formal tastings, um, or you can kind of just, you know, have a, have a relaxed night and have a couple of drinks. When the guys get together, it's like a, a storm comes through here. You know, there's a lot of trash talking. There's a lot of uh, making fun of each other. It's like wine geeks unite. I love you, Sam. I love you, Frodo. <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> I know. Every scene, right? Sam. Frodo. Mr. Frodo. Wait, what is that from? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they hound each other pretty hard. But I think more than anything else, it's just too motivate each other you know the competitive nature they all feed off of it, it it's kind of necessary Basically in this roast environment battle. to push <laughs> one another forward they'll spend the whole evening just giving each other a hard time the wine is clearly 
ripe, but has acid too and a lot of herbaceousness, but black pepper and smoky meat. It is unoaked. Takes me in one place. Northern Rhone. I think this is Southern Rhone. I think this is Southern Rhone with a lot of Syrah. I'm gonna call 04, uh, 04 Vake Ross. That is a ballsy call, dude. 04 Vake Ross, why? Are you laying your balls on the table? I laid my balls out okay, and said, Co Rho T08. Okay. Are you sticking with your Northern Rhone caller? Of course. I can't call. I can't go back now. Just because <laughs> Cobbler's trying to talk me out of it. Shit's Northern Rhone. Is it Northern? Northern. Who is it? Ogier. It's funny. They're like, they're like guys in a locker room, you know, with wine bottles. We'll see you later. Yeah, there's no guys in a locker room with fucking dude like this. What's a fresh cut garden hose? Uh, you've never smelled that before? Why do you cut your garden hose? Garden? Before? <laughs> Willie, no, Willie, 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 Willie Sher actually taught me that. Willie Sher. We say that all the time in my water hose. Yeah, my water hose. Just fresh cut water hose. You can't freshly cut a garden hose. No, that's just a synthetic rubber. Okay, so who taught you that? So why don't you tell me how to taste them? I mean, shit, fuck. It's not like they're consuming, you know. Pellegrino all night. So as it goes on, I think that opening more bottles sounds like a great idea. Those great ideas you have at two o'clock in the morning. Hi, mate. You want another wine? Or you done? Or how do you feel? They do it until they are just like exhausted. I could never imagine keeping a friend if I played with them. Like. They play with each other. Ian's definitely the yeah. most <laughs> serious one, I wanted to say. Dad has the floor. Oh, does she want to step it up? You guys want to, you guys want the whole thing? I want you to fucking go for it. Okay, it's a, it's a red wine. This wine is uh, medium clear. The wine is bright. There's no notes of gas flocculation. The wine is a dark ruby core, consistent to the edge where there's an orange rim. Called viscosity, medium plus. Medium plus? Do you want to change my collar? I was just repeating it. Why don't you finish it up? Go with your heart. I'm not going to continue. What? Oh my no. God. That's having a fucking no, issue. No, no, no. If he wants to continue, no, no, you can go. Let him rock the do you wanna, wine. Do you want to do the wine? Let him rock the wine. Let him rock the no, wine. No, I just don't need the whole peanut gallery. If you want to do it, you can do it. The children are acting up. I've had a long day, <laughs> and I'm going to do the wine, up. or what? We're trying to focus for the exam, and Watch I think her. that's my point. You know, that's what I love about you is you get upset and then immediately you're over it. And you, you know, you got that thing. Yeah. So you're not quite over it now, but you're going to be there. Yeah, I kind of don't want to do the line now. Now you have to do the line after you did that whole bit, man. There's no way getting out of that shit. I mean, I think it's just like after the last 25 minutes of like constantly fucking with me and then I just hit a point of like not wanting to take anymore. You guys are all my best friends, and like you understand. We're gonna all avoid eye contact when he's his best friend. Once clean, developing. She's the only human being in the group. Yeah. He notices that she's losing. Stay focused. This is just gonna go to the next person. I'm just too irritated. <laughs> right I can understand it. I know. You dish it out a lot, brother. You know, I know. We hey. bring it on each other. I know. Hey, I understand that. It just gets to a point sometimes. It's all good. It just gets to a point sometimes when it's just right. irritating. Well, well, let's certainly give some respect to dad. To, to dad. See, I'm not okay. even handling that because you get pissed at me. No, it's all good. No, he it's likes dad. He likes, he knows I'm all dad. good with it. A lot of times they'll do a tasting and they'll leave their spit buckets out and I end up cleaning them. The spit bucket is. This thing that I find at 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's like when they don't want to to drink the wine, they spit it in the spit bucket. And I come home and there's there's actual spit wine that's like a pink shade. And I have to clean it out. And they often use our dish-like ware. You know, like our cup. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> so not only are these freaks fucking dedicating their lives to this bullshit waiter job... Their wives are going through hell. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then also, they're just leaving the spit buckets out. That's just like me leaving saddies all over my ass. This does I, almost make me to, like understand divorce a little bit more, where I'm like, <laughs> they get half. Well, my biggest you know, you have to deal with this kind of person. This is like a person in every kind of way. I'm like, oh man, this is intolerable. You know what I mean? You deserve 50, if not 60. My, my biggest question, I've watched 20 minutes of this documentary now. The biggest question I have is, what's wrong with these women? Like, there's got to be 
some fucking skeletons in their closet that they're yeah. hanging out with these guys. And yeah, like, this... I come home and there's a spit bucket on the, on the table, table, but uh, I can't leave him. I can't yeah. do it. I don't know. You know what? He didn't use our good dishes this week, so you know what? Another month together. He told me I was a fine year. <laughs> yeah, start referring to the wife as a fine year. So yeah, these guys have all, they're all in it together pretty much every day. They, they're on Skype for hours. They're fucking, this is all year they've dedicated to this. I don't even know what they do for work. Like it never comes up in the docker. Like they don't, I don't think they have jobs. I think the wives must be paying for everything. Yeah, pretty much. Because they're, they're Skyping. And they don't talk about a job once. Yeah, and and they don't talk any about any other responsibility other than getting drunk. Yeah, this is like what happens when like Centrelink stops giving you money. You're like, where the fuck do I go from here? Mm, I'm already drinking a lot of wine. I think this is a fruit Alexia. <laughs> yeah, Sunnyvale, uh, six litre range. <laughs> I think this is what you do after you've already inherited I mean, you're in the wine zone, cellar. Right? Yeah. You're doing exactly. After you've inherited a wine cellar, yeah. yeah it's just is... sitting there like, oh, I wonder what this is. All right, now All right, so we've got, we got our uh, finale. Our finale. So we got our. They're taking. They're about to take the test, and we're going to get our results. We're going to see who passes the test. Yes, pregnant. I mean, if I didn't have children, children, I never would have passed the measures. I never would have worked that hard. Hands down, the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. No question, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Period. I, I see these young kids now. They tell me they're going to be a master, and I laugh and I go, "Good, good luck with that." become so obsessed with a subject that you're going to dedicate so much energy and passion and time and emotional and a heartbreak into it that you have to be a, a, just, you know, maybe a little bit off. The other thing that will take tremendous focus is trying to steer clear of Ian. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, to say this. Steering clear of him at the exam because he's going to want to just pound flashcards and just sit there and do theory all day. With every breakdown we do, it's always funny to me to think, like, they know the cameras are on. Like, they know. And he's like, this is fine. I'm a normal human being with relationships. It's a good day. Yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> he's on a strange sleeping schedule. I was dreaming about my cards. How many hours do you plan to study between now and tomorrow? I'll probably do six hours of cards tonight. Just review. Okay. Six yeah. hours. And then I'll probably do a lot, like, ten hours tomorrow. Some serious intensity, dude. He's just sitting there. Dude, I don't want to take this thing again. So you walk with them, which feels like you're walking like from hands across America, coast to coast, which is essentially just a room that's 200 yards away. But it's like the death row walk. And the MS is talking to you and they're, they're giving you, they're like, so how you feel? <laughs> and they know darn well that you're, you know, for lack of a better word, crapping bricks. And you really don't even want to talk to them. You just want to get in there and get it over with. And you walk in this room, and the first thing you usually see are your wines sitting there. Three whites and three reds. And four MSs looking across a table from you. And so you sit down and everything's super formal. And uh, they say something to the effect of, well, thank you for coming here. How do you feel? And you say something like it's been an honor, which it has. And then they're like, you have 25 minutes. I will start the clock when you touch your first wine. We'll start when you're ready. The reality is you have no clue what the wines are even when you think you do. <laughs> and, uh, I don't even have a job. Like, so you torture yourself. Yeah. And that's very important to do. The important thing to do is to torture yourself. It's <laughs> 36 hours and say, well, but, but it could have been Gruner. No, wait a minute. I think it was Albarino. It wasn't Rome. It wasn't Albarino if it was pale like that. So what do you go? Do you go Sancerre? You, I call, you call Pyrazines? I was looking for Pyrazines. I, I got grapefruit. I didn't look for it. They hit me in the they face. Hit, okay, they hit you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I just like Sauvignon yeah. Blanc is so gettable. Maybe some of the, that the fact that no one in this room calls Sauvignon Blanc scares me. I got chocolate. That was a cruel flight. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a fun flight. It was a hard Diabolical. It's really hard. It sounds so smugness. Yeah, the smugness on it and watch how fucking happy he is. I mean, you know what I mean? Are we in agreement that six is an old world one? Yeah. Yes. And I called Italian it. Italian. I called uh, Brunello. Yeah. Barolo Brunello. And I, then I was like, just got to roll with it. Yeah. Five and six. I called, you called Italian both? Yeah. I called four and five both like Italian, that. actually. Yeah. Four, the good news is if everybody's all over the place, probably someone passed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just combinations. Pass or fail. I love how psychotic he is. What the wines yeah. are. 
could have happened did. Why do we keep finding ourselves in this position? You and me. Hmm? Didn't I just see you a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Didn't we have a very hard conversation? Yeah. Yeah? How do you feel about it? Don't know. You don't know? You're not confident? I'm confident, no. but I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Well, this is one of those interesting moments in a career. So I'm pleased to tell you, sir, that you'll be wearing the red badge. From then on, my master, it is an honor, an honor to work with you. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Thanks, man. Well done. Appreciate it. Just smile on that face and go out there, huh? Show those pearly whites. At least you made you brush your teeth, as well as shave and clean up. Let you laugh. He is crying. <laughs> I think happiness is on one of his flashcards. <laughs> yeah, his wife's been smuggling things in, like in chores, we'll doing the dishes. <laughs> Thank you. Kind of, kind of like the gunfighter code. I kind of like that. Yeah. Thank you. So, how are you this week? I'm okay. Come on. No, I'm okay. I mean, huh? at, the, at the end of the day, I'm, all, I'm okay. Okay. We all work our butts off. Hey, seriously. <laughs> um, so let me give you results. Um, it, it, you had one part coming in, and uh, I'm sorry to tell you that uh, we didn't pick anything up. However, I, that, is, that being said, we're going to have a very serious conversation because you were immensely close um, and dramatic improvement. So we'll have that conversation. I don't want you to... Uh, think that you haven't improved, improved okay. dramatically. Okay. That's what's important. Um, I was impressed, and I think you have the greatest potential and a great future. So keep that head up. We still have work to do. We'll do it again. The, the difference again. between yeah. those two interviews, I've never seen a clearer articulation of white guilt in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. He's like, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Can I see you? Can we, can we, we called Jay. Yeah. We call, can, can, I just, can I just, can I have your hands up? <laughs> I just need to see your hands. <laughs> Did okay this time. Did all right here. We, uh. We got through that theory part, which is great. This is like you my know, future. It's awesome. <laughs> you did an awesome job on that theory. And, um, you know, tasting, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be working with tasting. You're going to have to be working with those, uh, with those candidates that you're going to be training from now on, Master. Okay. <laughs> Dude, you know what? That's how I react when a girl says yes to go to lunch with me. <laughs> no one sees it, but that's me in my room. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I was so happy I had to touch a wall. <laughs> oh, man. Thank God he passed that because I don't know how much time he's got left. Oh. Arms crossed, negative. How are you? I'm all right. How are you feeling? Good energy. Good. Glad it's over? All right. How'd you think you did there? Theory felt good. Tasting, I think I was on the border. You passed theory. We got that out of the way. Your tasting, you still need to take again, unfortunately. We uh, smile you know, We came face. close. We got one more Not piece. Easy. You don't keep up the good work and just keep, uh, you're just going to have, you just got tasting to bang on now. You're going to have to study those books, so that's a good yeah, thing, right? Yeah, refreshing, yeah. All right, excellent. Well, thank you so much. So refreshing, yeah. Uh, Dude, if you look at that one shot there of his face when he says this, and first of all, to, for this fuckhead to come in and say, you passed the bang Oh, no. He says when he sits down, he goes, he glad it's all over. What a way to fucking lead a witness. Dude, that is <laughs> fucked. Like, if I heard that, I would have been like, it's over? <laughs> 
this, this guy's trained his whole life and his wife's probably he, he, on the brink. He goes all over for now. What was yeah. that? Nothing. <laughs> I feel yeah. like this, this, this guy asked for the job, so you go, let me tell him. <laughs> I want to be the guy. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. So you did pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just rock hard, just yes. So this, this face here, I, when I, I just noticed this now, like it's kind of Joker-esque, eh? Like, yeah. you can put the makeup on it, and he's just And like, he just failed as well. Yeah. That's after he got told, and he's like, yeah, you get what you deserve. <laughs> funeral music starts. Yeah. Paramedics, I didn't edit that in. Paramedics <laughs> found him in his room 12 hours later. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. <laughs> just champagne. How much I read? How much are you? Oh, you don't want to hear this. We'll get you there. Yeah. <laughs> That's like an open mic of being like, we'll get you the comedy store, Elliot. Yeah. We'll yeah. fucking, we'll have you there eventually. It hurts. Look it hurts. at him. I'm over. Come for the photo. Stick with me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Look how, and he was so laid back the whole time. The whole dog. He's like, Dude, you're the only person I can think about when I want to tell the room. I know. I know. <laughs> that was the first one to go in. Huh? My heart was going freaking crazy walking into that room. Um, I had an out-of-body experience. I was watching myself in the chair with James. I know I was nervous um, before he, like, before he left for the exam, but... It's when I got the phone call my, from my, my sister and telling me that Brian Distant passed, but Ian didn't. I was at work, I still remember. It's on a Friday. So the whole afternoon, I'm basically just sitting in the break room, cry the whole entire afternoon. The makeup artist has done a great job on what is surely a black eye. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting in the fucking break room at her work crying. But uh, another point I just picked up on there is he didn't call her. She heard it from her sister. So he still just doesn't have the fucking balls. He probably doesn't have a phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the restraining order really stopped the contact after the first punch. Uh, oh, domestic violence isn't funny. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, Brian and Dustin, Master Songs. They've spent what would be like a lifetime's worth of research putting this, like, getting to this point, and they come home to this. <laughs> like, they don't have kids. Someone drew that. <laughs> Fucking hell, ridiculous. Sponsored by Amex. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is uh, 16 months after the results. I, I didn't want to... The last two weeks, I've ended it with almost the biggest down. Like, yeah, so I'm working on, podcast-wise, ending on a bit of a high note. So for the next 16 months, Ian studied his ass off. Hey, baby. Hi. I have to burn all my flashcards because I gasped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did it. Oh, my God. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Bye. <laughs> That's it. No, I love oh, you. Oh, wow. Nothing. Thank God. She said, thank God. Wow, this is crazy. I'm shaking right now. I'm a little shaking right now. This is so unreal. I can't, I can't tell you how happy I am right now. I just really, really shaking right now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's better than ending on a fucking sad note. <laughs> yeah, does the, girl, the girlfriend, like, finally make it through? Like, her happiness was his happiness. Yeah, they were one. That's, I mean, uh, that's probably what a real relationship's like. I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah. And nor will you. <laughs> I love him too much. It's so spot on. Um, 
Yeah, man. So that's, uh, I guess that's fucking it. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming down. Thanks for the show. Thank you, guys. We're Absolutely. Ready. We're going to do our UFC picks next week. And yeah, 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 come, like yeah. Come back next week. We'll do the UFC. Uh, the videos of the last two weeks and stuff will be on this week. I'll put them up this week. Monday okay. through Wednesday. Look out for those uh, podcasts. Yeah, we're going to try to drop it every Wednesday. So it uh, gets people amped for the acts. And exactly. It'll tie into Magic on Wednesdays. Come down to Magic on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the finest rooms in Sydney. Now you're a little too close. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, I mean... Fucking, uh, have you got anything coming up, Tom? No. No, you just got back from holidays, eh? Just got back from holidays. Yeah, sick, 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 sick. We'll get you some spots going, uh, Magic. I'm going to start doing that agency stuff, booking people, booking you boys out and stuff. Your skin is going to use admin right here. That's good. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, guys, uh, just need your tax phone number. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for coming down. I hope you enjoyed the show. And Thank we're going to wrap folks. up before Java kills us. Thanks, guys. Definitely. Thank you, guys.